You are listening to the Your Shining Self podcast for women who need messages of hope, love, and transformation. And now, your host, Tish. She's a CEO, founder, an award-nominated best-selling author, speaker, and personal development coach. For over 25 years, she's literally helped people find their voices. As a speech-language pathologist, her job has been helping her clients discover their voice. She founded the Own Your Amazing Movement, an extension of the message of finding your own voice and living your worth out loud. Through personal development and business coaching, mentoring, and workshops, she empowers women to find their unique voice, live their worth out loud, and create amazing lives they love. You'll find her at ownyouramazingnow.com. And with that, I'm thrilled to introduce my special guest, Dr. Denise Moore Revel. Welcome. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me today. <laughs> I'm excited to have you here. And I know my listeners are going to enjoy our conversation. <laughs> um, we are going to talk about discovering the power of your voice and owning your amazing. So Dr. Denise, the first question that comes to mind for me when I think of that is, I want to know a little bit about your story. How did you, you know, come to teaching others to discover the power of their voice and own their amazing? Absolutely. So uh, professionally, my background is I am a speech language pathologist or speech therapist. And I've been doing that for over 26 years now. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, whoa, it seemed just like yesterday. (laughs) Um, So I've been doing that for years. I work primarily with um, young children. Um, But over the years, just understanding the power of your own voice, uh, because I listen to voices literally every day, and I've literally helped people to find their voices. So, um, but... When I talk about finding your own voice and owning your amazing, it goes deeper than just your physical voice. Talk more about the whole lived expression. You, your voice is your expression. How do you show up in the world? How do you voice who you are? So about five years ago, I was on this journey of self-discovery and just trying to figure out what my life should be about. You know, I, I had a lot of successes, but I felt like there was still something missing on the inside. And so I read a lot of self-help books, you know, attended conferences, all that good stuff. But one particular conference really kind of changed my life. I traveled to Dallas for the weekend for a retreat. And the night before the official conference started, I went out to dinner with one of the, one of the ladies I met at, um, at the conference. So we got to know one another, sharing our stories and all that kind of good stuff. So the next day, it was um, the facilitator gave each person a chance to come to the front of the room and kind of in our personal coaching, right? And so the funny thing about it is other people were going up there and they were crying. And I was sitting in the audience thinking like, I am not going to cry when I get my turn. No way. I don't know why people are crying, right? <laughs> so as soon as it came my turn, as soon as I sat down in the chair, I started crying. <laughs> and so the facility was like, oh my God, Dr. Nate's going on. And I was like, I don't know. I just know I'm not happy. And I can't figure out why. And so... The young lady who I met before the night before we had gone to dinner, she raised her hand and said, I know what's wrong with you. And so in my mind, I was thinking like, we just met, you don't know me. You know, I've been trying to figure myself out for all these years. Now this person who just met me a few hours before 
is going to tell me what's wrong with me. So I just said, okay, what's going on with me? She said, you're smart, you're brilliant, you're talented, you're beautiful. She said, you're all of these things. She said, but you don't own it. Wow. You need to own your amazing and stop playing small. I was like, that's it. How do you know me so well? (laughs) Truly, she helped me to language what I had been feeling. I knew there was more for me to do. I knew I was playing small. I knew I was not really living my worth out loud. I knew I wasn't showing up in the world powerfully, really living my authentic self. And so since that day, I have been on a journey, you know, to help other women, particularly, but some men too, but particularly women to really own their amazing. Oftentimes we feel like we have to dumb down. We have to not shine. We not, we have to not accept who we are. And so on that day, really, she helped me to give the words on your amazing, um, a real life, a little real work. And so that's what I've been doing, helping other women to discover like you are amazing, flaws and all. At the end of the day, we are all amazing. So our job now is to just own it and to celebrate it each and every day. Yes. Oh my gosh. I am like sitting over here and I'm so excited as you're talking because Oh my gosh, I'm just so resonating with everything that you're saying, Dr. Denise, mm-hmm. because I kind of went through something similar like that. Um, I have a pretty close knit group of other women business owners yeah. that um, I have, you know, been friends with and looked up to and admired for years. I've attended numerous business conferences with them and year after year after year, they were like, Tisha, just Mm -hmm. look at yourself and see the amazing that we see when we look at you. And I, I mean, it. sadly, it took me up until probably, I don't know, like five, four, four or five years ago to Mm -hmm. finally be like, damn, I'm amazing. Like, (laughs) and to just step into that, Mm -hmm. like literally finding my voice because I had been this people pleaser my entire life, not following my heart, my passions, yada, yada, yada. But, oh my gosh. Oh, my head is just swirling. I have so many (laughs) thoughts going on, but yes, I love, you know, that you are literally helping other women, like just discover the power of their voice and own their amazing. Because for me personally, like once I stepped into owning my amazing, my faults and all, like my life has literally changed. So Dr. Denise, I know that you founded the own your amazing movement. So I want to hear all about that. And so when I left Dallas that weekend, I could not wait to share. I started with my family first and then friends and then friends told other friends and friends told other friends. And so um, that's really how the movement has grown. Um, And so I just think I do coaching, I do workshops, I do personal development coaching, I do business coaching. I have a lot of people to come to me who wants to start their own business. I'm like, great, let's do it, you know? And so, or um, I help someone to write a book. I'm helping people write their book. It's like, how do you want to express yourself to the world? Let's do that. However that looks, I've helped people to expand their businesses. Let's do that. So the movement is all about supporting one another to help us to really own who we are, to be authentic. And again, to really own that we are amazing. I can't say that enough because uh, there's so many messages telling us that we're not enough. 
We're not smart enough. We're not pretty enough. We're not thin enough. We're not, we're not enough. But at the end of the day, when we truly embrace that we are amazing, that is life-changing. It is truly life-changing when you realize that, I like to tell people, you are it. You are a divine creation. There's no one has ever been like you, not currently and ever will be. To me, that is amazing that no one is like me. There are other Dr. Denise's in the world, but there's no one like me. And so if I don't show up on the planet, who I, or think that who I really am authentically, then the world doesn't really get to see me because once I'm gone, I'm gone. And so I encourage people to show up who you, as who you are because the world needs you exactly the way you are. And so that is what the movement is about. It's about being supportive, but it's also about accountability. We encourage each other. We hold each other accountable. Like if you say you wanted to do this, okay, then let's do it. Why haven't you done it? We're here to support you through your own, but we're going to hold you accountable for you showing up in life for yourself. It's not about, and here's the thing, it's called own your amazing. You can't own it for me and I can't own it for you. We have to own it for ourselves. Yes. We have to discover who are we for ourselves, not for our families, not for our community, not for the world, but who is Denise for Denise? You know, that was, that has been the biggest question for me to answer. Who am I for me? Not who am I for everyone else? Who am I for Denise? I love that you just said that, Dr. Denise, who am I for me? Because as I touched on, you know, I was a people pleaser. So I literally spent, I'm 46 now, and it's been like, four or five years, like I said, that mm-hmm. I finally stepped into owning who I am and following, you know, like my heart and my passions and things. Um, but, and it did, it came down to besides all the inner work that I did, the self-help books that I read, the, um, you know, therapist that I worked with and yada, yada, and all that, it really, it finally came down to who am I for me? Like I was showing up in the world and it, it totally depended on like the group of people I was around. Mm -hmm. I was one person when I was around this group of church friends, Mm -hmm. I was one person when I was around my mom's side of the family. I was another person when I was around my dad's side of the family. I mean, it was exhausting because I had no freaking idea who Tisha really was. Um, So the long winded roundabout way that I was trying to get to is, um, Dr. Denise, if we have a listener that is listening right now and they're kind of like rolling their eyes at the whole, (laughs) Oh yeah, I'm amazing because raising Mm -hmm. my hand, I did that for a long time. (laughs) What, what would you suggest? Like, what is the first step for them to start owning and believing that they truly are amazing? I always get that question. I love this question. And it's it's simple, but it's profound. And I always start with my clients is, who are you? And when I tell you, that is one of the hardest questions for us to answer. Yep. Who are you? Not who they say you should be. And like you, I was a a people pleaser too for many years, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I I said I'm a recovering people pleaser. But really, when I stopped and said, well, who am I? What do I want my life to look like? What do I like? What do I dislike? How do I want to live? How do I define success? How do I define family? How do I, how do I? And really listening to 
that inner voice. So that's really the power of your voice, listening to that inner voice, shutting out all the outside influences. Like, well, you know, for many years I worked, uh, I mean, I, I guess I went to college, got degrees, all of that, had a great job. I did everything everyone told me to do, but I still wasn't happy. How was that? Because I was listening to everyone else tell me how my life should be. And I and it didn't really stop to take the time to say, well, what do I want? How do I want to live? What makes me happy? What, what makes me fulfilled? And so the thing that I tell everyone to start doing is to sit down and be quiet and ask yourself, who am I? And unfortunately, you know, a lot of us have not taken the time to do that. And that's where the coaching and the support comes in because um, we're like, I know who I am. Like, do you really? Is that based on what someone said you should do or should be? Was that really who you want to be and who you are? And so um, it takes a lot of um, vulnerability. It takes a, a lot of honesty, but it also just takes a lot of uh, courage to be and to ask that question. I tell, it, I tell people, it takes courage to be who you are because there's so many messages. There's so many people saying, no, you can't be that. No, you can't do that. It takes courage to really stand in your own power. I love that. Oh my gosh. I, again, I'm sitting here shaking my head. Yes, yes, yes. And getting goosebumps because I'm a big woman. I have struggled with body image and Mm -hmm. I am a like poster child for like diet dropout, diet failure. Like, and (laughs) that all stemmed back from you know, well-meaning family and friends as a young child, a young woman commenting on my weight. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually even had a pastor one time tell me, you, you know, just think of all the men that would be knocking on your door if you lost weight. Now we could totally Mm -hmm. rabbit trail down that because a pastor Mm -hmm. telling a young woman that there's all sorts of issues with that. Uh, (laughs) Um, But again, you know, just four or five years ago, when I stepped into just owning who I am, I have literally accepted the fact that I'm a big woman. I love my body, regardless of, you know, my jiggly bat arms, my jiggly (laughs) belly, my thunder thighs, you know, like, yes. And I just, I, I take up space loudly, boldly, proudly, but most of all, unapologetically. Like Mm -hmm. I don't try to hide myself anymore. I don't, you know, like shrink against the wall. Um, Like, oh my gosh. And I just totally, I lost my train of thought where I was going with that, but it's so, it takes courage. That's where I was going. It does. It really does take courage when we do not fit into something that society says, you know, we should be, we should look like we should, whatever. It is really hard to like put yourself out there in the world and just take up space. So I love that you touched on that. And one, you know, thought that I had pop into my mind when you were talking about who are you, like for me, when I first started on this journey, I was like, oh, I'm a mom, I'm a daughter, I'm a friend. Mm -hmm. And I was just like bumped up against like several people telling me, no, you have to dive deeper than that because you're so much more. Those are just titles. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really important because when 
the easy way when we are presented with that question, who I, who am I? The easy out is to say, oh, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm this, I'm that. But you have to dive so much deeper. You have to peel back the onion layers and, you know, dive deeper than that. So I want to um, switch gears for a second. And I want to talk about your book, Own Your Amazing, Discover Your Power to Create a Life You Love. So full disclosure, I have not read the book yet. I've read an excerpt, but it is in my Amazon shopping cart and I will be picking it up (laughs) because I love the excerpt so much. I want to read the full book. But one of the things that I loved was you have this exercise and it's a divine design exercise. Mm -hmm. So you tell my listeners a little bit about that. And why did you put that in the book? Why is that so important? Look, I have to remember, like, which exercise was that? (laughs) This was the one um, about you have to describe your eyes, your nose, your mouth. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay. Uh, Again, because um, I don't think we appreciate um, who we are as a creation. And so when I do um, this one particular workshop, um, the Own Your Amazing Blueprint Workshop, I have an activity where um, I give everyone in there a mirror and I have them to look at themselves. And so uh, I time it, I mean, maybe like two or three minutes, I'm playing a song, I think the one by Bruno Mars. Um, And so I have women to look at themselves and I say, and you cannot criticize yourself. You have to really look at your eye, look at your nose, look at your mouth, look how your cheeks sit, you know, all the, all, look at your features, look at your eyebrows, your eyelashes, and to know that those things are uniquely yours. There are no two faces on the planet that look exactly alike. And to me, that is amazing. And so we don't appreciate how we look. And so I remember I did this workshop and, and it, it still makes me a little um, full when I think about it. And so there was this one lady who was there. Um, one of the things I did was I, I, I invited um, some women from a, an, a shelter to come, you know, women who had gone through domestic abuse. And so I invited two, two of the women to come. I gave them free tickets to the event. So one particular lady, she came. And when we got to that particular exercise, she could not look at herself in the mirror. And... Um, you know, I had to hold it together, but you know, it was just an emotional time. She, she literally said she could not look at herself in the mirror because when she did, all she saw was someone that was ugly and bad and broken. And that broke my heart because I know so many women feel that way. And so I told her, I said, by the end of this session, I need for you to look at yourself and be able to tell me at least one thing that you like about your face. By the end, she was at least able to say, I like my eyes. And when I tell you, it broke my heart again, because I knew there's so many women who struggle with just seeing their own beauty. And so that's why I ask people to do that. And understand again, we are divine creations. We are unique. We are special. We are amazing. And so I like to tell people. So when we do the exercise, uh, we go around the room and I ask each person, tell me something you like about your face. And so at first, everyone's a little like, oh, you know, I don't, you know, embarrassed and a little timid about it. And I tell everyone else, I said, when that person says, I like their eyes, I said, I want you to ooh and ah over them. I said, remember, I know how we do with babies. We see a baby like, ooh, oh my God, a little baby. I said, we're still that baby. 
everyone was oohing and on over. I'm still my mama's baby. And so when we do that, oh my God, you can just see how people just blush and smile when they say, you know, I like my eyes. Everyone's like, ooh, oh my God, your eyes are so beautiful, you know. But we need to really celebrate who we are, our beauty. If nothing else, we can just start there at looking in the mirror, not to criticize, not to say, oh my God, I got wrinkles. Oh my God, you know, I got this. No, look at your face, look at your features. They're beautiful. And no one else has your exact features. That's what makes it so amazing. So I have people to start there, but I'm telling you, it's very hard for a lot of women just to look at themselves in the mirror. Yeah. And as you were sharing that, you know, story of the woman that couldn't look in the mirror, I was like getting tears in my eyes because there was a time in my life that I could look, you know, like at my face in the mirror, but I could not look at like my whole body in the mirror because all I saw was, you know, the fat and the ugly and the scars and this and that. So I think I resonated with the fact that you put this divine design exercise in your book, Dr. Denise, is because when I started on my self-love journey, it literally was, I made myself stand in, in it at that, when I was first starting, I still could not look in a full length mirror. So I would stand in front of the mirror in the bathroom and I would look in the mirror and I would look at my eyes and I would say out loud over and over, I love my unique eyes. I have like some brown, like little specks in them. Mm -hmm. So I did that day after day after day until I actually believed it. And I looked in the mirror and I said it and I smiled After that, I moved from the eyes to my mouth and I said something over and over every day until I believed that. Then I, you know, move and I literally from the top of my head down to my toes, I went through this process and I just remember like I still get like goosebumps and like almost choked up because Mm. I remember the day that. And I'm standing naked in front of this full length mirror. And, you know, here I am trying to like convince myself that, you know, the stretch marks on my belly are beautiful because I held the child for nine Mm. months, you know, and I'm just crying and I'm like, but it's so ugly and disgusting. And I, I mean, this was the area that I had to work on the longest was my stomach, but I will never forget the day that I looked in that mirror and I like, I just, I made like a heart shape over my belly and Mm -hmm. I just held it and rubbed it and I'm like sobbing and I'm like, God, my belly really is beautiful. Like you let me, you know, hold a child here. Like how amazing is that? So I, I guess where I was going with that is I know how hard it is for women. And that's part of what I do. And I'm so passionate about is inspiring and empowering women to love themselves, regardless of, you know, their size or their shape, because it's just so important. And it goes back to everything you've been saying, Dr. Denise, we are, we're the only one out there. And that's so amazing and beautiful. And it's just so empowering when we step into that and own that. So I just, I love everything you've been sharing. Absolutely. And I wanted to just also share that um, since we're talking about weight and body image and all those things, right? 
So um, I'm, you know, a big girl too, but I didn't str struggle with my weight until I got older. You know, growing up, I was thin and all those kind of things. Um, but I had a life coach who had been helping me on this whole journey. And so when uh, we were talking about me starting on You're Amazing and like really getting out there, putting the message out, she said to me, well, how can you talk about owning You're Amazing and you're overweight? Oh, right. Dang. And, uh, no, no. But so, so I was like, what? And so I said, the reason why I, I can talk about it is because my worth has nothing to do with my size. Yes. Yes. And she, yes. And you know what she said, she said, go forth. She said, go forth. She said, I had to make sure you understood that your size, what you have, that's what you don't, you know, some people, it may not be their weight. It might be, I don't have a certain education or it might be, I don't have this or that. She said, whatever it is, whatever it is, our worth is not tied to those things because I can lose the weight, but do I still, do I, will I be more worthy of love, of compassion, of, of living a full life because I'm thinner? No. And so whatever the, it, the, it is, our worth is not tied to those things. We, we tie it to those things, our size and our education, the kind of car we drive. You know, you talk about having kids. I don't have kids. There was a time in my life I struggled like, oh, I'm not a mom. Is that, does that mean I'm a woman? Yeah, I'm a woman. I'm a woman without kids, you know. We tie, we tie our worth, who we are, to so many things that don't really matter. And again, who are we for ourselves? That's what matters, not the size. I have three degrees, so what? Am I more valuable, am I more valuable now than I did when I didn't have them? No, but we hear all these messages. Again, that's why I said, who are we for ourselves? Not all these things that people tell us that, our worth, our self-worth is tied to. They're not. We are valuable. The mistakes, falls, and all, it does not change our worth and our value. Because at the end of the day, we are amazing. Yes. Oh my gosh. I was like, my feathers were getting ruffled when you were talking about that coach that mm -hmm. said that to you. And then, you know, you yeah. finished the story and I was like, oh, okay. Well, it was a good thing and a good reason why she was saying that. But I was like, oh, dang, no, no, no. <laughs> um, so Dr. Denise, I feel like we amazing because I'm amazing regardless of what size I wear. I'm amazing regardless of, and she said, absolutely. And yes. she said, you have to be able to tell other people the same thing about themselves. She said, again, it may not be their weight. She said, they may come with other things that they feel may diminish who they are. And you are there to tell them, no, that, oh, no, 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 no. You're still amazing. You're still amazing. I've had women who, um, who have gotten pregnant as teenagers. You're still amazing. You can still go forth and have your dream. You know what I mean? I've had one lady who, who is a recovering drug, drug addict. Does that mean you're still not amazing? No, ma'am, that was a mistake. That was a part of your life. Now let's move on. And so regardless of the mistakes we've made, the challenges that we've had, it does not undermine our worth, our self-worth, if we don't allow it to. But unfortunately, we have allowed it to. And I'm here to tell people, no, 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 ma'am, you are still amazing. You just have to own it. You got to own it. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I mean, and you just touched on, you know, the, the, um, person that had a drug addiction. I'm an alcoholic sober for seven years. And that is, thank yes. you. that's part of my story. That's yes. part of what helps me resonate with other women is because I'm open and I talk about that. And I don't talk about that from a place of shame. It's right. a place of gratitude because it has made me, you know, it's part of what's made me the empowered, amazing woman that I am today. Oh my God. Yes. 
Yes. Dr. Denise, I feel like we have literally only skimmed the surface of this conversation. I feel like there is way more that we could talk about. Um, you know, I know we don't have hours that we can sit here and chat, but (laughs) listeners, um, for sure, be sure to head over to ownyouramazingnow.com to check out Dr. Denise on the web. Make sure you head over to Amazon to check out her book, Own Your Amazing, Discover Your Power to Create a Life You Love. And Dr. Denise, as we wrap up the conversation, I just want to ask you, um, I know we have had some deep conversation today. Um, Do you have like one or two tips uh, that you would like to leave our listeners with today? Yes. Again, I want, you know, I want to remind them just to start with getting quiet and getting still so that you can hear your own voice and, you know, understand there is power in that. But first tip is to get quiet and just start with the question of who am I? Who am I to me? What do I like? What do I dislike? What do I want my life to look like? You know, what am I, why am I here on this earth? You know, really think about why are you here and what do you came, what are you here to do and to give and to be? And so and we can just start there. And, um, and again, those are simple questions, but they, they are deep and profound. And once you get those answers, they're life changing. And I always like to tell people um, the most important relationship you ever have is the one you have with yourself, not with your husband, not with your kids, not with your mom, not with your dad, but the one that you have with the, with yourself. But I found that that is the relationship we've spent the least amount of time on. <laughs> yep. We are. And so I just want to encourage the listeners to take some time, um, give the gift of you to you, you know. Just take the time to really discover who you are for yourself. And I promise you, you're going to be pleasantly surprised at who you discover. Yes. Oh my gosh. Dr. Denise, thank you so much. This has been just amazing conversation. I'm so thankful that we finally connected and have loved our conversation. So thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. I have, this has been such an amazing conversation. And I just, again, thank you for the opportunity. You're welcome. That's a wrap for today's episode of the Your Shining Self podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a comment, and share with others that need a message of hope, love, and transformation.